Well, hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Creator Spicy Tea. This is Allie sitting down with you again. And today we are going to be doing something a little bit more informational, a little bit more resource packed, just some real basics of marketing, of promo, of conducting yourself in this business. So what are we chatting about? brands and niches and what's the difference because as intertwined as they are there is a difference what is your brand and what is your niche and honestly what's the difference between them let's dig into that together so your niche is your genre it's a genre your niche is the subject matter you specialize in. So let's look at an example. Let's see, let's do just Walmart. Everyone knows Walmart. What is Walmart's niche? Big box store, right? Home supplies, grocery, things like that. That's their niche. That's what they specialize in. That's what they do. That's what they're known for. How do we translate a niche into this industry well what you're going to look at it as is the subject matter you enjoy doing most you specialize in or the subject matter you know you can bring to life on camera that's not all that goes into a niche it is also unchangeable appearance and personality aspects of yourself for example, what's your body type? Or do you have a ton of body modifications? We're gonna go further in depth on that, but first let's look at the difference between that niche and then a brand. So what's your brand? Your brand is more based on your character, your personality, your aesthetic, how you interact with your buyers or your subscribers. Let's go back to Walmart. What is Walmart's brand? Well, it's pretty defined. When you think of Walmart, you think those blue clothes. It's always that same blue color, right? Their stores always look pretty much the same. And everyone has that Cheeto logo with the white writing. And you can always guarantee you're going to get roughly the same customer service there. That's their brand. So how do we translate that? into a brand for digital content creation. Like I said, this is based on your character, your personality, and your aesthetic. So how are you talking with the buyers? Are you more direct? Are you saying, pay me first? Or are you super open to DMs all the time? Or are you more innocent? Are you more of the sexuality forward type? We'll go into deep detail on that. One quick note that we're also going to go into on brands. It should be fluid. Your niche is pretty solid and likely will stay solid throughout your career, barring any personal evolution you go through. Your brand, however, should be somewhat fluid, but still within your comfort zone. And we'll discuss why. First things first, 
let's go into some examples of brands and niches. So your niche. That again is based on unchangeable aspects of yourself or the areas you are most comfortable creating content in. Let's look at some examples. And we have the number one, the biggest one in all digital content creation or online content creation, especially in this industry is, are you a digital creator or a physical creator or even both? Digital creators are the ones making content. So videos, pictures, live services, those are all digital creators, which is a niche. Physical creators are the ones selling panties, garments, their body fluids, their hair. That is their niche. What are some other ones? Well, another two big ones. Are you a faceless creator or a face forward creator? And then we can look deeper into the unchangeable and or current aspects of ourselves, such as age-based niches. Are you the college girl or guy? Are you the mature genre? Are you a MILF? Are you a teen? Now, yes, those will change with time. However, as of now, in this moment, you can't really change it, fast forward it, or rewind it. So that's a great place to find a niche. Another one we can look at, another unchanging aspect of ourselves, is our body types. So, are you petite? Are you BBW? Are you chubby? Are you curvy? Do you have a ton of body modifications, like piercings, or tattoos, or both? Those are all niches. Do you have that booty from the gods that you want to market your ass off, that's a niche. Do you have them titties? Niche. And then another thing we'll look at that's pretty unchangeable. And then we'll go into something that can definitely evolve with time. Sexuality and gender-based niches. So we have the straight niche where we'll have women marketing to men or men marketing to women and then we'll have lesbian niche or the gay niche or maybe you're trans that is a niche these are all niches that can help you pinpoint your market so what is something that can evolve in a niche and i've seen it evolve completely that is things like your specific specialized area of content creation. We're going to go over three. Well, it's technically four, but we're going to go over a quick three. And one we'll dig into because I have personal experience in it. The first one, are you a general creator? These are usually more on the vanilla side, less kink and fetish focused, and more sensuality focused. That's a niche. Or are you on the opposite spectrum? Are you a kink and fetish friendly creator? That's me. I am a general fetish creator, which means I create and cater to many, many fetishes. So some examples of these fetishes that I cater to, 
degradation and humiliation. That can be a type of niche, but I would say more of a sub-niche. Pregnancy, breeding niches, latex, leather, fur. These are all niches, sub-niches that you can dig into and really help you further pinpoint your audience. And there's body part niches. Do you do more hand-focused? Are you a foot-focused model? Are you specifically only showing your body parts up close and not showing your full body? Those are all niches. So the last niche that I personally don't have much experience in, one day I hope to bring someone on to hopefully help explain it to me further even, that is FinDom and FemDom. So that's financial domination and female domination. Like I said, we'll bring in someone who's significantly more experienced than I am in that area. So we know what niches are now, and we have some ideas of what they look like. Let's dig in to what our brand might be. So if we remember, our brand is more based on our personality, our character we are portraying, and our overall aesthetic. By aesthetic, I don't mean your body type and all that. That's unchangeable, so it goes in your niche. By aesthetic, I mean more like, how do you dress? How do you generally present yourself? Let's look at a couple of the different options for aesthetic. There are millions. These are just a few. You can have the athlete or gym rat. You can be the cosplayer. You can be that alt girl, or you can dress goth, or you can be the too pretty for porn girl, or you can be the fancy designer labels, you name it. Me personally, I my aesthetic is tiny clothes, high heels, big smile all the time. That's just mine. Let's look at some character branding. There are so many options in this. Something that helped me very much was no longer trying to portray a character. I was terrible at it. So I just was myself and I ended up finding my brand that way. We'll talk a little bit deeper about my brand and my niche and hopefully that can shed some light to this rambling. So what are some options for a character and personality type brand. You can be the girl next door. You can be the mistress, the dominatrix, the goddess. You can be the girlfriend or wife material, the one they all desperately want to see next to them waking up in bed. Or you can be the thing they could never have the person they can only dream of. You could be the straightforward exhibitionist, sex positive, going for it every step of the way. So how did these, how does looking at these brands help you promo? So if you're the girl next door or girlfriend wife material, you might want to promo a little more innocent. By that, I mean non-nude lewds or boudoir, things like that. 
if you are more the mistress or even the bimbo or the exhibitionist sex positive sex forward that's how you're going to want to market you're going to want to consider posting more nudes if you are comfortable you're going to want to show a little bit more of that oomph oomph va va voom sexuality side of you so they know that's what you're getting so those are some examples but i want to talk really quick about the process of finding a brand and how it is exceptionally different and more fluid than finding your niche at the beginning of today's episode i mentioned that your niche should be pretty solid and it should be because that's your comfort zone i always call it my home my genre it's somewhat what defines my abilities as a creator and helps me find my market i don't see my niche overall changing however with your brand it's different you should definitely start with a brand in mind immediately have a brand in mind and definitely go in and try that out however what you find to be your brand might not be the brand that your subscribers or your buyers see you as or resonate with that's where the fluidity has to come in you need to be able to watch what your buyers want and flex to them because we are providing a customer service so we want to make sure that we are listening to what the customers are looking for. What does this not mean? This does not mean change your whole personality at all. Stay yourself, stay in your comfort levels, stay where you are mentally and emotionally happy and healthy, but find ways to integrate what your audience, what your market is seeing in you. So let me give you an example of that, and it's going to be how I started and my example in my fluidity. When I started, it was easy to find my physical niches. I knew I wanted to be a digital content creator, and I am a petite, heavily tattooed, alternative creator. Easy. Those are easy niches to find. Those are my physical body. I tend to cater more towards the straight community, so I tend to have more men getting my content than women. Another aspect of my niche is my comfort zone, remember, and that is general kink and fetish creator. Definitely, I have a focus on a switch role, meaning I can dominate and be a submissive. So I use all these keywords, all these key niche words to inspire my content and also help locate where my market is and where the best places are to promo. So that's my niche. It hasn't changed. It's been that way since day one. What is my brand? Well, that's a little bit of a longer story. So let's talk about what my brand was when I started. I went hardcore in the, oh, I'm going to be a submissive creator. I'm going to focus so hard on everything being fetish. I'm going to put myself all out there. It somewhat worked. 
But I started noticing at that point, I only had OnlyFans and on my OnlyFans, my subscribers were reacting better and more often and engaging more with things that made me seem more, well, human and not creator because to some buyers, they don't see them as the same thing. But the more of my personality and just being me I put into it, the more feedback, positive feedback I received. So what did that tell me? It told me that the heavy nude promo, the heavy sexuality promo and marketing and my content, it's just not working with my audience. So I had to switch it up. Don't get me wrong, in no way was I willing to completely switch it up. So what am I now in my brand? I am that very innocent one. I am that girlfriend, that wife material that you've always been wanting and never been able to find. I do very innocent promo. All lewds, no nudes. At the very most, they could see a shadow of a nipple through a lace bra. All my captions are, hi, honey, hi, sweetie, oh, I've been thinking about you, things like that, very girlfriend things. However, I kept my comfort zone. Yes, I am that innocent girlfriend wife material with a kinky and exhibitionist secret side. Adding in that little, ooh, it's a secret part of me, has been and is working brilliantly. So again, the point of that story, as solidified as you should be in your niche, which should only change with your personal evolution, your brand should be more fluid. So now you have a niche and a brand, or at least some ideas and some concept of how we can use them. Let's dig into how we use them a little bit deeper. Let's look at social media and how we're going to use our brand and our niche to market or promote ourselves. Looking at the big four, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, and TikTok. Looking at TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. How are we going to use our niche and our brand to better promote ourselves and find our audience? We're going to use keywords all throughout. We're going to use keywords that fit our niche. So for me, my keywords are going to be petite. They're going to be fetish friendly. They're going to be kink friendly. They're going to be digital content. They're going to be model things along those lines. But let's talk very quickly about using those three platforms and your niche. When you use hashtags, be very careful, very, very careful. Instagram and TikTok especially will come down hard on you if you are using not safe for work hashtags, your ass will be shadow banned. Twitter, a little bit more lenient, but still, I have been under a suggestion ban for two weeks and I don't see it lifting because my silly self used some not safe for work hashtags. Definitely think it through. 
before you post those ones. So there's those three social media platforms, but let's look at Reddit. And we all know Reddit is formatted a little bit different. It is broken down into sub communities. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna use your niche to find those sub communities. I, for example, look for bondage subreddits or BDSM subreddits or petite subreddits or alt subreddits. I look for things that very much go into my niche and my brand and I find those smaller ones because you tend to get more engagement there than you would in the larger ones, especially subreddits that have the word OnlyFans in them. They tend to be very heavily oversaturated and it's highly likely you may not be necessarily seen. Finding these smaller subreddits, even stepping outside of Reddit itself, using keywords towards your niche and your brand helps find you the exact audience, the exact market you are looking for. You are drawing in the people you want to be seeing your content, who you think will be turning into conversions, a buyer or a subscriber. So that's a lot about how niche can help in our promo. What about our brand? Well, you are going to go hard on that in the captions. So looking at my brand, the girlfriend with the kinky side, I say a lot of things like, hi, honey, missed you. Hi, honey, can't wait to see you. Or things like, I'm feeling so shy today. Help me break out of my shy spell. Or simple, not very suggestive things, just things along the lines of, I would love to keep you company right now. But ooh, maybe you could convince me to do some naughty, naughty things. <laughs> or if you are more focused on dominatrix or things along those lines, you're going to want your captions to be harder, a little bit meaner, a little bit more, well, domineering, more insulting, more I am right, you are wrong, piss off and give me money. All right, we have covered quite a bit in terms of our brand and our niche. I would absolutely love to see in the comments what your guys' brand and your niches are. There are so many, and I can't wait to have a mostly comprehensive list. I intend to put one together soon. Well, soon enough. I am a little bit crazy busy with content creation. However, when I get that done, along with every resource that I have compiled in the long time I have been doing this, I have put on a subreddit. It is creators underscore spicy underscore tea. Creators spicy tea underscores in between. No apostrophe on this one. All right, let's close out together with just a couple stories for the week. We're actually going to have two wholesome stories today. And one, well, it's two comments, but we are going to discuss something on the very opposite side of wholesome that us sellers and content creators have to keep in mind 
and be careful about. Let's start wholesome, shall we? I woke up doing my thing, doing some customs, minding my own beeswax, and then I hear do 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 do. My cash app goes off. $50 pops in, and I am like, where the hell is this coming from? What did I forget I had to do? Oh God, who is paying me? Did I forget a custom? What is happening? Checked the name. I used that name to cross-reference in the amazing client tracking sheet I have. I have that posted on that subreddit, Creators Spicy Tea. I can't suggest checking that out more. If you are direct selling or you have multiple platforms and you cannot remember everything about your clients, this has everything you will need. Check that out for sure. I cross-referenced the name on the Cash App to who the client is, found them, and I said, hey, honey, I'm so sorry. Did you send me something just now? And they said, yeah, I did. And I'm like, oh my God, did we agree on making a custom? Because normally we make customs together. He said, no, I just wanted you to know you're really appreciated for everything you do. All right, I'm not crying. You're crying. I am just sobbing. That person was my first buyer when I started direct selling three months ago. I don't know how I've been so lucky as to keep this buyer. He's definitely one of my favorites. The sweetest. I can always guarantee we're going to do a custom together about once a week. And very often he surprises me with these wonderful gifts. These are the kinds we want to keep. I always say it is about quality of the buyers, not the quantity. Let's talk one more wholesome story here, and then we're going to get into the shit. On my OnlyFans, I had a subscriber reach out to me. I was not available that day. I was not online, so I did not see it. I came on the next day. I apologized for the delay, and I let them know I was just taking a mental health break, which I do. I will take a day here and there that I will just say, nope, not logging on. Forget everybody. I'm off. I let him know I was taking a mental health break. He let me know he wanted to get a rate done. And I let him know I couldn't film it right away. My usual turnaround time for customs and rates is next day to the day after, which from what I have been told and from what I've heard from other creators is a little bit unheard of, but that is just the ridiculous pressure I put on myself. And do you know what he said? He said, and I'm going to roughly quote here, I know how tough it can be. And I want you to know, I'm always here for a feel good quote or to vent to. Y'all, I love it and appreciate it so much when subscribers or buyers see you and treat you as a whole person. Quality subs, quality buyers, not quantity. You don't want to have to deal with a hundred different people constantly coming in and out. You want to deal with 30 or 40 quality subs that you can get to know and really, really have a solid business relationship with in creating. All right, we're going to flip to the opposite side of that. 
And unfortunately, this does mean we're ending on a little bit of a shitty note. We'll try and bring it up at the end. On the opposite side of those amazing quality buyers, there are people and buyers who fail to see sellers and digital creators and all of that as human beings. They see us as sex objects. I want to quote two comments that I saw this week, just for an example, to remind you that this industry can be tough, but that's okay, because our asses are much, much tougher. First quote, sometimes we forget women are not sex figures. Each has their own personality, and by that I mean their kitties scent. Okay, so we don't have personalities as a personality. We just have smell coming from our hoo-ha. Cool, 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 cool. And this is the same person. We're going to read the next quote. Sometimes I forget sellers are humans with human bodies. This is part of the reality of our industry. So in our first episode, I mentioned having thick skin rather than being jaded. This is where we're going to want to grow that thick skin and we're going to want to weed these people out and get rid of them and get those quality buyers. All right. We are at the end of our time together. I really hope in some way this helped or clarified or in some way explained the differences between branding and niches and how we can use that to promote or market or even theme our content. Okay, I am wishing you the greatest, most supportive quality buyers and subscribers and that you avoid and don't have to hear from those that forget we are human people. I can't thank you more for sitting with me. I'm going to put a couple resources in the description box below that you can check out. I am Allie, and this has been Creator Spicy Tea. I appreciate y'all.